warm today, even though it's the end of fall. Yes, yeah, these nice uh, seasonal 90 degree days at the end of November. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, it's like a little sweating your balls off. Record breaking temperatures. A little strange, even for Arizona. So climate change still seems to be doing all right. No, no, that's like a Chinese myth or something. It's the Wuhan climate. <laughs> First they're sending us the viruses. Now they're sending us the climates. 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 Oh, how are you? Good. 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 That Just sounds way too much of a good. I think you lie. Got done watching Fire and Ice. Fire and Ice. The. Uh, uh, I was trying to get something funny, but nothing came. The George R. R. Martin classic. Nope, it's the 80s heavy metal album cover come to life. Is there uh, lots of uh, muscles and demons? Yeah, like muscles and orcs and dinosaurs and dragons and fire and magic and uh, big breasts and nipples, yeah. you know? Fucking it's like a weird 80s prog rock album brought to life. No, not prog rock. Prog rock's for nerds. <laughs> What you just described is nerd shit, Kyle. Yeah, but this is it's metal, <laughs> which is also for nerds. Yeah, but it's cooler, it's sexier. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> it makes me feel sexier to listen to metal. <laughs> it's all a delusion. Prog rock makes you want to take a nap, metal makes <laughs> you want to fight. I've never listened to metal, wanted to fight. You're not listening to the right metal, then. There's tons of different kinds. The only metal I listen to. Is a winger. I don't even know if wingers is metal. <laughs> They're technically not. <laughs> uh, should we introduce ourselves? I know. Uh, oh yeah. So this is this is a different thing. If you came over from from the, the normal podcast uh, or or podcast, whichever the case may be, I'm sorry. I don't know why you're here. Um, if you're discovering us for the first time, I'm, you're probably also an apology. Yeah, so I don't know what this podcast is going to be called. The other one's called VHS Cult, and it's about movies from the 80s. And this one's um, just going to be about whatever, so hopefully we don't ramble as much when we do the regular podcast. Yeah, my name's uh, Kyle. The other podcast is uh, um, about movies because I, I really like movies, but um, I do most of the talking on that one. So this one will be more Sean-focused, and like you said, hopefully we'll make the beginning of those episodes tighter because we'll get all this other... Um, random talking stuff out of the way. We don't have to talk about it for the first 20 minutes of the uh, VHS cult episodes. <laughs> Watch it balloon now. Um, I'm Sean, and I talk, I like butt sex. That's what we're going to talk about. Butt sex? All, all butt sex all the time. All right, I'm done talking about butt stuff. All right, so um, the wife and I started watching uh, American Horror Story Hotel the other day, and there was drill butt sex in it. Oh, at the, the very beginning? Yeah, with the guy from uh, New honestly, Girl. it just seems like it's hey, this is gonna be weird vampire with sex shit. Get on board. Yeah, but then it like falls apart like every other. American well, I'm only like two episodes in, so I'm, I'm waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna do the classic. Oh, here's the famous serial killers that Ryan Murphy likes, and then oh, this just weird cocaine, cocaine, sex dream stuff, which is great. Like I said before, if Ryan Murphy made a movie with Panos Cosmatos, I think I would love it. It's just like the, the ideas are just not ever 
stable enough in American Horror Story for it to continue for 10 episodes. It all just falls apart. Well, that's why it's they start to write a, another show about mid-season. It seems like the writers are at war with each other a lot of times, especially well, I definitely in the felt that in um, Coven. Oh, I never watched Coven, but I remember Freak Show. It seemed like, hey, this character's dead. No, wait, they're alive again. And then now they're in love with this person. No, wait, they're going to marry this person. Yeah, that's what the witch one was like, too, is people kept getting killed off. And then the next star would be like, uh-uh, here's a convoluted reason why they aren't dead and they're better than ever. And the oh, next wait, episode Coven would be like, which one, right? I think I yeah. saw the witch one, too. You're right. It does get weird like that. Mm-hmm. But the Freak Show, I remember being kind of consistent, but like I, the, the concept of it didn't have enough steam to last more than like five episodes. I like when we learned about the, uh, the uh, killer clown and his troubled past. Yeah, they, I don't know. The clown was uh, visually cool and kind of interesting, but it, it would have been better if you didn't know anything about him. And it was also like not in the same season as Freak Show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it's they seem to have lots of like cool, interesting like pastiche of ideas. Throw them all in. Yeah, but it's just too. It's too, a rich tapestry where we've been too maximalist. I have a question I have to ask you about texting. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you also like a really short texter? Or like, do you or do you are you uh, a lot of multi-paragraph text messages you're sending? Depends on who I'm talking to. No, because I was I looked over at my wife uh, the other day, and she was had this like it looked there was emojis and paragraph breaks. Uh, it looked like a short story or like a, a short form fiction of some kind. Yeah, that's like, no, you just don't text enough. That's for me. That's like if um someone texts me who I haven't talked to for a while, and they're like telling me what they've been up to and that sort of thing, and like you know, no, she, this is people. She texts the same three people over and over again. It can't be. Oh uh, no, I'd rather just talk on the phone if we're gonna have like a long ass conversation. <laughs> oh, my wife probably hates talking on the phone. I just uh, uh, I'm just trying to decide if I am uh, too short on my text messages and my snippy. Uh, I don't think so. Text to me, maybe it's because um we're like the older millennials where we didn't always have cell phones or whatever. But for me, it's like texting is like supposed to be for like short shit. You know what I mean? Or sending jokes and memes. It's not supposed to be full on conversation. <laughs> now I'm gonna start texting her really long things just to see if she catches on. Hmm. Just going to wrong, pointless, rambling questions. Oh, that reminds me, actually. I got a random text message from someone with the Colorado area code that said, hey, Kyle, it's Draco. And I was Malfoy? like, yeah, that's why I was like, Draco Malfoy, LOL. Well, fucking what you've been up to since Hogwarts, my man. <laughs> and then I didn't get a response. And I've been like racking my brain. Obviously, this person knows me because they have my number and specifically said Kyle. But I've been racking my brain. I was like, I don't know anyone named Draco. In Colorado, I don't know if I know any. I know people live in Colorado, but like, the, I, don't, I, I don't know if I've ever met a man named Draco. I was thinking maybe it's someone's like street name that I don't remember. I feel like you would remember a street name named Draco, unless it's just a dude you like sort of knew. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what there's like someone from one of my jobs or something who just texted you. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's in town and he uh, remembers that sometimes I used to sell drugs. <laughs> Well, you think he would have latched on after the the Hogwarts part? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's <laughs> he's a busy guy. He hasn't had time to to, to respond <laughs> to sick burn or a busy girl or a non-binary. I I don't know who it is. Draco. Draco doesn't sound like a lady's name. 
Well, I mean, it's like a slang term for a gun. So that's why I thought maybe it was someone's street name. But I don't know. Yeah, there's not too many. Uh, I mean, they, they got some They got some shooters, female shooters. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Man, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it takes a special kind of girl to be, uh, to be known as Draco. Well, you just like a fucking very powerful. I guess I don't even so. know if that's, that's it. I feel like there's a better name than, than Draco even at that point. Draco. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> you flew flip me around there. Yeah. There you go. I'm back on board. And that's uh, definitely a dude with Draco, but I I just don't know who it is. So I'm eagerly anticipating the the results. There's never gonna be any resolution to this mystery. I mean they texted me at like 1 30 in the morning last well technically this morning, you know. Uh, but, uh cocaine. So we'll see. We'll see eventually. They're probably sleeping in. Yeah, they had a long night. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on the agenda for discussion today? Well, I had a whole list of shit, but it like it doesn't necessarily mean it's important. Um, oh. Uh let's see. What do you uh what have you been doing besides um watching Fire and Ice and other Hades hairband covers come to life? Fire and Ice is the only eighties hairband cover I've watched um i'm still watching terrace house i'm almost completely done with uh every episode that's on netflix so oh did you watch all the seasons then yep um now, uh, what's your final conclusion i guess you're rounding the end so you can give us a um i don't know definitely the recent season that ended up with hannah kimura committing suicide seems like it must have had the most production influence because well, it's just becoming a hit now, so well, yeah, because it was getting bigger and national, bigger international audience. So I guess they're trying to make it more like other reality shows. Because yeah, there's like way more uh, interpersonal conflict in that one. The other seasons are like super chilled out and makes it honestly makes them a lot better because it's just like the mundane reality of re- of life is what's interesting to me, and then the comedians cracking jokes about it. But my final conclusion is uh, they probably shouldn't bring the show back. It seems to be like it's definitely even the concept of the show, like I talked about before, creates a possible toxic environment for the kids that are on the show, you know? And like uh, young young kids in their early 20s don't know how to handle that shit. So what you're saying is it's definitely a candidate for American television. If they do bring it to America, I'm going to be on that show. <laughs> in the on the panel or in the uh in the actual reality show i'll be one of the kids <laughs> <laughs> hey that's a bad news for you kyle <laughs> i'm one of the kids i can shave Hello, fellow children <laughs> i can shave and then just tell them i'm like 25 they'll be like okay yeah, i've really lived a hard 25 <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i don't look like i'm my, my age at all <laughs> oh, oh, i'm gonna be on the panel with the other like d-list comedians uh, I think the American equivalent would probably be super shitty as far as like the comedians on the panel go. Yeah, it's like uh, me and uh, Chris Hardwick and uh, yeah, the uh, dude who does all the roasts. What's that shitty comedian's name? Oh, uh, Glenn. God, that's not Glenn. Glenn. That's Ross. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Yeah, he'd be on it and shit like that. Completely uncharming, insincere, insufferable American corporate comedians. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> Glenn, I'll have you know Glenn Ross just oozes with, with charisma. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. He's like a walking, he uses something, that's for sure. <laughs> he just seems like a New York walking New York barrel fire. 
<laughs> it, it's like, ugh, New York still makes you guys. Yeah. I don't even know if he's from New York. That's just the vibe he's always giving me. Or it could be Boston, even. One of those places. You know, one of those, like, New Englander um, uh, uh, city folk. I was thinking, like, um, if in, like, a fantasy, not a fantasy, but I was imagining, like, if I was in Terrace House, like, with the Japanese kids any of the seasons, let's say, for theoretically, I could speak fluent Japanese and I was on the show. Uh-huh. And just because of like how still sort of uptight and conservative Japanese culture is, I was just thinking about how destructive to the environment my personality would have been. <laughs> uh, Kylie, that's true of you in almost any reality show. Well, yeah, that's like, yeah, even in. Because like, be, honestly, I just think it'd be after a week, it comes to a point with you where you're just like, ah, well, fuck it. Well, yeah, because like, especially if I, after like a week, I was like bored. <laughs> you know what I mean? and plus i wouldn't i don't i even i have never really liked living with roommates so i definitely don't want to live with like five other people you know what i mean so it's like it's not a conducive environment for my mental health so i could see myself getting pretty reckless with them <laughs> they wouldn't even have to the producers wouldn't have to coerce me into anything i just <laughs> and we got a real puck on our hands yeah causing trouble hopefully less homophobia yeah, there'd be uh, just a lot of homoeroticism instead. <laughs> oh, we're going the exact opposite. I'd mix it up for the Japanese audience. I'd be like, huh, well, I'm actually going to date one of the boys. By force. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show them who's the real dominant male here. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, orangutan videos on YouTube, too. I love orangutans. Yeah, orangutans are cool. I don't think... They I should be friends with one though. I don't think you can trust during attacks. Well, you can be friends with them up to a certain age. Then it's like uh, even as chill as orangutans are, they might still break your arm and shit. You know? Yeah, they're too big. I don't want any animal that I can't wrestle to the ground. Uh, that's a lot of animals. Yeah. Well, do you see one that I have that I can't wrestle to the ground? Yeah, it's pretty, about as big as it goes. Pretty strong dog though. Yeah, but yeah, orangutans are like seven times stronger than like human men, so that's pretty. Always seems like how do they measure that muscle density? They can have. Oh, that's true. I guess it's yeah, just measuring the muscle. Yeah, the muscle, muscle density. Yeah. But um, so orangutans in na- in nature will live with their mom until they're about eight or nine years old. So if they get orphaned, they have to be taken care of for uh, quite a long time. So I, I've been watching like the orangutan orphanage videos where. They get like baby orangutans and basically they gotta raise them for like ten years or so. But yeah, some of the males get too big around ten where it's like, hmm, can't really have this guy walking around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it always reminds me of the uh Saturday Night Live, like remember that fake commercial about bathroom monkey? Yeah. <laughs> it, it came in orangutan, but orangutan doesn't wear underpants. <laughs> yeah, orangutan will not wear a diaper. Uh, these ones do when they're little guys, but then after that, they don't. And it's funny to watch them, like, they'll just be chilling in the tree, like, upside down, straight peeing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the zoo before. Yeah, orangutans rule. Um, I've been watching uh, Deadwood. Uh, I think that came up in the podcast. The other podcast. Yeah, you're talking oh, about certified dead classic. Certified dad classic. I said dad, didn't I? Oh, it sounded like you said dead classic. Well, I'm, it's a pun, man. Certified Deadwood classy. Deadwood. Are you building up gross. to watching the Deadwood movie they made? Yeah, I guess I may as well at this point. I'm uh, I'm almost 
at the end of season two. I kind of watch it in the background while I'm doing my my non call center work. Um, what is how many seasons is it? It's three in the movie, and I think only twelve episodes each. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, so I'll be done by this time next week. Um, this time next week, have a thorough understanding of Deadwood. Oh, I don't just the American West as in its infancy. You know, it's just a it's just a microcosm of of America, Kyle. That's uh, all Americans like to make movies and TV shows about is just American shit. It's ridiculous. Why don't they make <laughs> shit about fucking uh, dragons? <laughs> oh, they did. It was really bad. I forgot when they, the, that happened. Technically, that was an international uh, production. But yeah, well, those two guys weren't international. No, they are American assholes. But now they're going to make another international production of a Chinese uh, fiction. Oh, really? Yeah, they're doing the human body problem. Or the three-body problem, excuse me. Oh. Did you hear that? I'm pretty sure you commented on my Twitter thing about it. Oh, maybe. I thought they were doing Star Wars or something. (laughs) No, they got shit can from Star Wars. Oh, because of how bad the reception of Game of Thrones was? Right, and then it was also good during the whole, like, Star Wars is going to reshuffle everything because we're doing, we're we're really fucking up here. (laughs) We didn't have a plan. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's all right. uh, Make more toys. No problem. Well, I mean, it's making money. That's the important thing. They got a Star Wars Lego special on Disney Plus. Yeah, I gotta watch it with the kids at some point. Yeah, I was thinking I'd check it out Thanksgiving night. That seems like it's, a good Thanksgiving oh, yeah, night I'll, thing. I'll prep that. I'll, I'll pitch that. I also gotta watch the Adventure Time special. Just came out, so. Yeah, Adventure Time special? Yeah, it's on HBO. They made two of them. But the What's Beemo the... one came out a few weeks ago, and then the Marceline and Bubblegum one just came out. Oh, those lesbians? Well, how dare you? They are lesbians, aren't they? Yeah, but I get those lesbians. Oh, they oh. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and the other one's Bemo. Bemo. I'll have to check them out. I'll download them illegally. They're on HBO Max. I don't have HBO Max, and I never will. <laughs> yes, you will. When HBO Max is everything. Well, as soon as our parents pay for it, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I have Disney Plus. That's the only reason I have like any streaming service. I think. I also don't use them very often. Like watching Terrace House is the first time I've used Netflix in like a fucking year or something. I think. I always just download shit. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. I um, yeah, cut that. <laughs> pay for stuff or whatever. <laughs> I'm a um, good citizen. But I was the because I was watching Deadwood. I was started reading Butcher's Crossing, which I I have now since stopped to read Obama's book. I'm, I have no time to read shit anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm never going to finish either one. Obama's book. Obama, <laughs> that fucking war criminal. That's him. He talks about it in it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. He absolutely like does. two seconds. Yeah, he says, "Oh, I'm sad. I had to kill. It made me real sad to do all that killing." It's what every president says. Yeah. Maybe that he'll talk about it, and then it's the second part. I don't know. I don't know what everybody was expecting. I mean, it's exactly what I was expecting. I'm just say. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I'm tired of him. You know what I mean? I don't care <laughs> anymore, Obama. Well, he up. doesn't have any power anymore. So who gives a shit? Anyways, yeah. um, but I don't know. Whole- I just like honestly feel like guy got pretty hustled by Obama in my twenties. So I have like a personal vendetta <laughs> against on top of him being like the standard American war criminal. And the shit in there where he's like, so uh, I've been reading Foucault. Let's bang, huh? 
<laughs> where he talks about his intellectual, political, and philosophical interests in college, using him to try to get with women. He's like, that's why I'm not a communist anymore. And Foucault and blah, blah. It's, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you never tried to use your intellectual abilities to get women. Yeah, right. I don't know a single fuck. There's no woman in my life who knows who the fuck Foucault is. Yeah, well, obviously not Foucault. <laughs> I don't know what class you think we belong to. But my intellectual interests have not ever appealed to any partner that I. I, just, I meant more yeah. like your uh, your media consumption. Oh yeah, pop culture shit. Sure, that works for everybody. But that's um that's not like a, a technique I actively use. It's just like part of my personality, you know. Obama specifically talking about. I read these specifically so I could get with the long legged bisexual who lived down the hallway. <laughs> it's like you are just a really disingenuous person, Obama. How did you trick me? It's because I was drunk all the time in my twenties. Or you just easily tricked, taken in. Not normally. Flim flam, man. I don't think I am normally. Normally, I'm super suspicious of everyone. It's just because he was cool. I and you know, also say Obama seems like he's a cool dude, right? You know, I, I mean, mean, to a point. Like every time I see him in jeans. Oh yeah, but he did. I mean, he had that bomber jacket at the um, fucking Lakers game that had uh, forty four in um embroidered on it, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. that's like pretty fucking cocky gangster shit. I like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it doesn't align with my uh, he doesn't align with my ethics or political views or anything, you know. But it's like I don't know. He's he's kind of fucking cool. That's also like um. A lot of rappers are pieces of shit, but like they're kind of fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, most rappers are pieces of shit. Not Tupac. Well, he's dead. Well, or huh. is he? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Not he's hanging out with JFK Jr. and he's going to come to Trump's rescue in the last minute with all the uh, watermark ballots or some shit. Oh, is he part of QAnon too? Someone should... I know. Yeah, I'm throwing him, now, him in now. Yeah, someone should try to work that into the QAnon. <laughs> like Tupac's involved too. He's not actually dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks Black Lives Matter is bullshit. Oh my god, that'd be shocking if Tupac was alive and he came out and was like, "Everything I believed in my entire life was bullshit." You know who's great? Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye's got the right idea. Him and Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lil Wayne was just surfing or uh, searching for a pardon out there. <laughs> Lil Wayne, I just Lil Wayne probably doesn't know what's going on. He's had so many seizures. The greatest rapper alive. Brains melted. He was the greatest rapper alive for like a couple years for sure. Not when I was. He, someone was yelling at me. That's for sure. You mean like when he was on tour with Blink One Eighty Two? That's exactly what I mean. Yeah, that was well past his prime. <laughs> He was good, like, the. Uh, it would have been, like, the end of me in high school and a couple years after. <laughs> that was uh, the prime of Lil Wayne. The aughts. Early aughts. Not like the 2005-2010. I think probably be. That's a good, that's prime Lil Wayne time. Nah, the mid-aughts. The, the only competition he had was Lil B the bass guy. You know what's one of the worst things that the, the MAGA nerds did is they, uh, they they took the, the base god thing from Lil B and started and turned it into like oh like fucking oh based emperor Trump. You know what I mean? The fucking base became a like a universal slang term instead of it referring specifically to Lil B the base god. <laughs> Can't win them all. 
Yeah, bees. Uh, at this point, it doesn't make very many at all. Also, I'm not sure if that's uh, the worst thing the Trump supporters have ever done. Yeah, maybe not. I just, you know, I don't know how much longer I can tolerate politics at all. Anytime I think about it now, I just feel like I'm underwater and like the pressure's too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm getting ready to bail out because every time I, I think there's a chance. It just seems like the world that, proves that people don't care as much as they seem to. Yeah, it just seems or like they it's, pretend to. I know this. I like, is like even this like the Obama shit right now. Like everybody's all pissed about the war criminal thing, but that's that's all it is. It's just like a one or two sentences on Twitter, and then nothing. You know what I mean? They're not actually really wanting. They don't actually want to confront uh, the uh, effects American imperialism has had over the last you know two hundred years. I mean, most people I think who are critical of Obama would like for that to be a national conversation. It's just that's not something that's possible in the United States. Like, but don't I don't know. Just the only thing it, I ever hear is Obama's war criminal, and no, there's no other conversation about you know why every fucking president is a war criminal. Uh, I think that's just because of recency bias, because of how many how often people bring up Obama as um, like the antithesis to Trump or whatever. So the, the a lot of people on the internet are, are like exhausted of hearing that and the easiest way to to give people that's a lot of the like left-wing but it's not even a good example because is, trump does that he's if, if you don't think trump is doing it worse then i mean we don't know because he's not releasing any of the fucking statistics well i mean we do it's know not he's, like a, we do know he's doing worse to trump. I we do know he's doing worse in yemen well it's also oh, well i mean obama started yemen though or i mean yeah but the thing is people aren't trying to use it as a comparison to trump they're using obama specifically to illustrate to regular ass people that yes all presidents are bad but they're not but they're i don't know they're not actually even doing that they're just yelling at on the internet you know what i mean that's all oh yeah but i mean but that's all the power anyone has right i mean what more i don't think so i think if you if if people cared as much as they, they they supposedly seem to or say they did then they would be more things that you would try to do besides just be angry on Twitter. Yeah, but you Twitter is only like what fifteen percent of the population or something. Yeah, I'm not even talking about just Twitter specific. I just mean the internet in general, like Facebook, uh, Twitter, internet message boards, Instagram. It's just it's just the lowest form of engagement in politics. You know what I mean? Oh, ah, it's, I did my piece. I don't think anyone really feels like. I don't know. I obviously don't know how other people. I mean, this feel. is not. This is not like a. There's obviously certain again. Obviously, people that care a lot and are fighting for, or, or, and it's very important to them. I just think that it's become very easy to like throw out that one or two lines and then move on with your fucking life and not have to actually engage with the topic in hand, which is how fucking fucked up America acts on the world stage. Yeah, but I mean, but like it's and there's other examples of other countries that do it, but that aren't we supposed to be better? <laughs> but you know, yeah. I don't, the problem is um, the average citizen in the United States has absolutely no power. Well, I mean, the average citizen in the United States buys into the idea of uh, American nationalism and national security, and so anybody that wants to change that has no power. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. I don't know. It feels what's goes to what you're saying i just feel like what am i even bothering with anymore yeah it sucks because uh it's all hopeless <laughs> it's uh fucking uh the worst you know 
Like it's like something I've known since I was like in high school, I would say. Yeah, me too. But it's like, yeah, fucking I just it hate is, having it, it is, on my face constantly. It is all hopeless, isn't it? <laughs> it is kind of even to the point of like meaninglessness, right? Where it just seems like a fucking weird sideshow. It's like, well, I'm having a great time because I love like the theater of the absurd. But then sometimes I sit and think about how this is con this is my concrete reality. And it's like, oh no, this I guess this is the worst thing I can think about. The worst thing I can think about is clowns. Well, imagine a clown creeping. Can you imagine if Donald Trump was in clown makeup? Oh God. Imagine a clown slowly creeping after you, and you know eventually the clown's gonna get you. That's climate change. change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Climate change. <laughs> Guarantee it's gonna happen. <laughs> but meanwhile, there's people in front of you going, eh, clowns don't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're even pushing you backwards a little bit. It's fine. Just stay where you're at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't. I don't. F- f- fucking. What? Who? No one's got. No one's got the answers. You only got the answers, Sway. I got the answers. Put me in charge. Probably. It's also like you can't escape from it either. Because it's that's it's your that's your life. You know what I mean? I'm gonna live in the woods. Live in the woods, but you can't escape this from America. No, you can escape from America. I've seen it done. No, America comes for everyone. I'm pretty sure like, Kurt Russell made two movies about it. But he didn't. He must not have escaped good enough in the first one that they were able to catch him again for the second one. I mean, that's life. Sometimes you <laughs> get old. Sometimes you gotta try to try it twice. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got any good news. Are you excited about Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. Well, no. Uh, we're gonna eat hot wings. Oh, cool! That would be nice. That's hot wingalings. I'm making pumpkin chocolate chip cookies too. That'd be nice. I think we're still gonna eat uh, regular Thanksgiving stuff. I think we're having besides the hot wings, everything else is regular Thanksgiving stuff. Jamie might ask something weird too, because I let the kids pick if they wanted what items they wanted mm-hmm. on the menu. And I think there was one other thing that was strange, but I don't remember what it was. I don't know. Maybe it was grilled peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I was thinking if I had money. I'd want to do like a fucking barbecue feast. You know what I mean? Get like tons of ribs and like brisket, pulled pork, beans, fried. No beans, just pure meat, all meat. No <laughs> macaroni and cheese. Get some green beans. You know, I'm, well, I'm all the fixings. Macaroni and cheese. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Oh, yeah. We're having green bean casserole too. Maybe I'll make, I want to make baked mac and cheese. Crumbly's on top. Yeah, beloved Baker Mac. Oh, um, because I've been watching Deadwood, um, well, Western movies. I was gonna, I said to Loretta, list you your top ten movies, but I wouldn't have to do that because the only thing I want to talk about is uh, how Ryan and James started watching the Back to Future movies, and Back to Future Three is a really good Western. Yeah, I've seen some people put Back to the Future Part 3 on the list of, like, 25 greatest westerns. And I don't know. It, it gets all the tropes right. But you know what I mean? It's still just kind of doing the tropes is my opinion of it. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I'm, I'm fine with it. That's oh. all I need. And from, uh, I mean, you know, there's plenty of other movies that subvert the tropes or um, do something completely different and do it better. Mm. But from, I don't know, it, just, it was just a, it's a fun to see uh, Doc and marty in like a cowboy romp doing cowboy shit and uh the third act is just in the final is just uh scene with the railroad chase is really fun yeah well do you also like shanghai noon 
Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I actually don't really like Shango either. Yeah, I don't like. I, I was. Uh, I'm not even a fan of Rush Hour. Really, I didn't like Jackie Chan when he started doing oh. American movies. I didn't dislike him, but I was like, why is he doing American movies? Yeah, I think I. Oof. Do you like Shanghai Noon better than Rush Hour? I think I. I think I actually kind of like the first Rush Hour. Well, I haven't seen the first Rush Hour in a long time. The only thing I remember is like the end set piece where he's like sliding down the curtains and shit. Oh yeah, that's classic Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan, Ooh, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, Chan, Chan. Well, I, I, I did. I have a list of my ten favorite westerns. <laughs> I have a list too. If you want to do it, go ahead. You can go first. All right. Um, so number one for me is Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, of course. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, that's like my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, the Good and the Bad and the Ugly is number two. Number three is The Wild Bunch. Number four is The Hateful I'm Eight. Of the Wild Bunch. Good. Sorry. Uh, number five is No Country for Old Men. If that one doesn't count, then True Grit, Coen Brothers. Right I hope it counts. It's on my list. Okay. I wasn't sure if like we were counting like modern westerns. Um, six is Once Upon a Time in the West. Seven is Tombstone. Eight is Unforgiven. Nine is Dead Man. And ten is the proposition. And a special shout out since they're both Australian movies. Uh, the Nightingale came out in 2019. Is a really good uh, Australian western too. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't put uh, that Orlando Bloom. Um... Ned Kelly. No, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think what the what like Keith Ledger. Heath Ledger, that's his guy. Fuck me. Oh yeah, he played Ned Kelly. Orlando Bloom was barely in it. He wasn't a star yet. It was filmed before Lord of the Rings. I thought he was like his little brother sidekick friend. He's his brother. He's one of the Kelly brothers, yeah, but he's like barely in it because it's um it was being filmed like uh I guess it was filmed after Lord of the Rings, but before Lord of the Rings really was released, so he wasn't a star yet, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. I do remember him on all the marketing material. Yeah, because when it came out, it was like in between uh, Fellowship and Two Towers. So they're like, oh, wait a minute. This handsome man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so my my list is not that different than yours, although I forgot about The Wild Bunch. Um, yeah, there's not, I don't think it was, there's one movie pre-1960, and that's it. All right, yeah, so, so I don't I don't particularly like the classic Western Me either. There's only one on there, um, and it's because it's got Dean Martin in it, and mm-hmm. it's one of Dad's favorites. So yeah, I like the Searchers. Uh, that, this one it was either it was between this and the Searchers. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I, these aren't necessarily in order, but uh, number one is Once Upon a Time in the West. Uh, number two is No Country for Old Men. Number three, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, number four is unforgiven number five is true grit number six butch casting and sundance kid number seven um rio bravo uh number eight is django unchained number nine is tombstone and i put back to the future as number 10 the mm. thing is i don't really like that many western movies and i kind of like this is my set you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't really like many westerns beyond this either um outside of my list i like everything on your list i also like the ones that <clears throat> i didn't put on mine um i like the searchers um I, there's like uh in a valley of violence that came out recently um i think the original magnificent seven is still pretty good gross um 
I mean, I think none the of, remake is far superior. None of these are gonna make my top ten, but like there are other Western movies I like, yeah. And then I mean, also I have Once Upon a Time in the West and Good and Bad and the Ugly, but I, the rest of the Dollars trilogy is good. Uh, Ducky Sucker is good. It's kind of Western. Um, so most of Leone's movies too, you know. And I don't have Django on here, but Django's a good movie. It was between that and Hateful Eight, and I think I'd rather watch Django again, but Hateful Eight is probably a better movie. I just, for some reason, Hateful Eight is like, I think Inglorious Bastards is like my favorite Tarantino movie for just being like the, really the apex of what Tarantino does. But Hateful Eight is like, something about it is just, I find that movie like super engaging. Did you ever watch the uh, four part? cut he did on netflix yeah like the miniseries one mm-hmm. now maybe i'll do that this year because i usually watch it around uh, christmas time i think i think i watched it last year around this time it's pretty good i don't know the movie itself was already pretty long so i can't remember honestly how different yeah. it was i've only seen it twice once the, the actual movie and then the uh, uh the four-part cut and wasn't there two cuts to the movie there's a roadshow version that's what it was which is uh it was only screened in certain theaters because it had to have the right projector. And basically, that one just had like an intermission. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, old-timey piano music for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I guess I should clarify, too. On my list, the True Grit version was the Coen Brothers. He won't fuck wants to watch the John Wayne version. Uh, i know people like it but yeah i've never actually seen the john wayne version in full i don't think but yeah it still shows up on a lot of like people's lists for like greatest westerns so i don't know i just have this like i don't take john wayne very seriously obviously because you know he's john wayne (laughs) He represents like all the goofy shit about the United States I don't like. So <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah, like the searchers and Rio Bravo were pretty like it's gotta be late into John Wayne's career where they're like re-examining what the Western is for me to be able to be like, okay, John Wayne's okay. <laughs> but otherwise his best I'm, movie is obviously Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Yeah. I'm the normally I'm just like fucking John Wayne, you piece of shit. Oh, no, he's such a great man. <laughs> had to be held back from beating a woman near to death. <laughs> yeah. What a hero. What a figure of masculinity. I like the idea that he is supposed to, he represents both like the ideal masculinity, like he's supposed to be, you know, strong, honorable, and protect people. But his actual private life is just kind of a piece of shit. It's just really funny to me. Well, that's pretty uh, a pretty good uh, criticism of the United States, right? Yeah, I honestly, I think uh, Obama even mentions John Wayne in the beginning of his book. About how John Wayne's a hero? Yeah. Well, not the, the, <laughs> I, you know, the character he portrays, not John Wayne himself. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Obama's not even going to go to that weird. Yeah, it'd be weird if Brock Obama, this book's dedicated to John Wayne. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> this one goes out to you, Duke. <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah, that'd be a weird, like, character change even for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite cowboy of all time, John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. Uh, the final season of Attack on Titan is supposed to come out in December or start in December. Um, I'll, I'll Anime. Be, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time watching it week to week because that's re- originally why I stopped watching the show to begin with because like shit doesn't happen episode to episode in anime. 
So I'm partially excited about it, but I'm also I just started reading the manga instead. The manga is usually uh, uh, better, more anyways. Straight to the point. You know? Yeah, I agree. Usually, manga is a little bit better than the anime because anime they got to patch shit out, and it sucks. And then sometimes the animation is not very good. The only reason um I still like Attack on Titan. Uh, the story is like pretty convoluted and I don't really care about most of the characters or anything so it's not written very well like most anime but I appreciate the commitment to gore and violence because you don't see that in mainstream anime too much anymore (laughs) if you say it fast enough gore and violence sounds like gore and violence which is like a Russian name gore and violence violence. I am gore and violence here I think gore is like a Polish name though but I mean Polish, Russian, whatever they're all Slavs right? Um, sure. I think Pol. I don't think Polish people are technically Slavic. Is it Slavic? It's not a Slavic language. Polish. I don't, I don't know. Let's check it out real quick. Yeah. So they're uh, West Slavic languages. Their second most widely spoken Slavic language behind Russian is Polish. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's interesting when you think about um northern and eastern europe basically europe as a whole until you get to like further east right uh it's basically one side is germanic and the other one's um slavic yeah well, <laughs> time's funny <laughs> yeah i mean it didn't start that way obviously but like that's how it kind of shook out and then if you get if you keep going far enough east just germans start cropping up again yeah in russia <laughs> in russia <laughs> only in like the royal line though Where'd they get that name all off? <laughs> yeah. From, uh, friendly snowman. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing about humanity. There's a lot of uh, Russian ethnicities that have are more genetically similar to people of India and Pakistan than they are to Western Europeans. It's almost like race isn't real. Interesting. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Remember, I was reading about the the Bronze Age and uh, the Bronze Age collapse specifically. Yeah, the seamen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the sea people, not the seamen. The sea monkeys. Sea men, yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> the sea monkeys came. Sea monkeys came. So, uh, you know, basically, I'm expert now, which means I've watched like two or three YouTube documentaries. I've read some Wikipedia articles. You can uh, write it now. You can write a book. Yeah, yep, uh, me and Ben Shapiro are equally knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, that's about the level of Ben Shapiro's knowledge of most things, I would say. It's probably lower than that. Right, cursory. He attended a lecture once. <laughs> yeah, that's like when uh, Jordan Peterson was going to argue communism with what was it, Slavaj Zizek? <laughs> oh, yeah. And like it was clear he'd only read like the Communist Manifesto. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Right, like man, just like the arrogance of that. Like that's the real white man arrogance that people talk about, right? Where you think against like another prominent intellectual in front of a whole audience, you think you're gonna be able to bullshit your way through like what communism is by yeah, having you, you, read a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> that's just funny. I, I he honestly feels like he could have done a little bit more than that, and and, and probably screwed by a little bit better. Well, yeah, it's like he just didn't try at all. It's like that's so wild. It's like this shit's gonna be like I know like in the It's like two minutes before he went on stage, he read the Wikipedia articles. Really was like, like. Mm, okay. All right, Karl Marx, uh Angles. Got it. Let's go. <laughs> they wanna take your guns or something. I don't know. Communism. You're bad and bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit's funny. 
I have a theory on the Blood and Bronze Age collapse. It's not it's not my theory, obviously, because I stole it from other people. It's the one you agree with the most. You think is yeah. the best. Well, because here's the thing. Um the whole like Bronze Age trade relies on uh on tin because uh, to make bronze it's you know like 10 parts copper to one part tin and mm. the only place to get tin in this part uh, in this time is like in the mountains in afghanistan so all these countries and you know city states are relying on each other for trade mm. um and a few years before like the sea people migration starts the giant vo- uh, volcano in iceland er- erupts right um and it creates sort of like a mini dark age yeah can um, you um say the name of the volcano for us fuck no we <laughs> <laughs> can as far as concluding. risk it a fucking nut <laughs> yeah it, there's vowels and consonants in odd places mm. i am i i'm my, gonna look at my it Celtic and, tongue <laughs> i'm gonna look at it and study and see if i can say it <laughs> but you know so you know but obviously creates uh problems for crops and so what I think the sea people are just mass migrations of people being collected all over the place looking for a better home. And so what kind of happens is these people land in a couple spots. They, you know, maybe they fight a couple wars or battles and win there. Mm-hmm. And it starts straight trade started starting to break down because crops aren't growing. Right. Um, and there's mass migration and there's all these um, attacks at random places because all these people are just migrating and looking for, for a new home. And so what also starts to happen in all in, in the other places is you get all these like opportunist shit like, oh, I've had uh, a problem with, you know, King Ragnik uh, for for years in Thrace. And so I'm going to take this opportunity now that his allies are all preoccupied to attack. And so you just have this complete breakdown of the infrastructure because of climate change. Climate change. That is, that's my that's what well, i think anyways i'd also tell you did you ever hear about the theory for uh how like the black plague starts too a very similar story of the well, this is like migration of rats because of climate right right i'm trying to Eventually, the people's just stop in, in Egypt. Um, and they lose a pretty big battle. The, but, t- uh, the Egyptians, yeah, the powerful Egyptians, yeah, and Egypt kind of limps along after that for a little while until you know Alexander the Great shows up. He says, "Hey, I'm here to save you by owning you." <laughs> What's up? We are Rome. It's interesting that um. I mean, maybe this is just the the the, the Western European uh, propaganda view, but most like civilization always was just kind of taking place in the Mediterranean forever, huh? Uh, well, I mean, like in the Middle East, Mesopotamia. Well, that's I mean, like North Africa, Middle yeah. East, Mediterranean. Well, that's I mean, you have to think about it. That's if if humanity starts in Africa, that makes sense. Cause that's how they migrate. They have to migrate through North Africa into the middle East and Mediterranean. Yeah. Well, I, well, I guess people might talking about the, the, the European central history or. Well, just um, the fertile crescent is the, that's the Donald civilization too. Right. Which that's well, like yeah. Iraq. Yes. Perhaps. So like, Iraq, uh, it, um, so it's immigrate or migration is part of it. A lot of people migrated to shitty places, right? 
and then luckily some people migrated to like the perfect oh yeah i see what you're land where like oh we can there's an abundance start, here. we can do agriculture can and think here. for a little while yeah and so like that's the so that's where civilization and everything all the advancements and things were taking place were like north africa the middle east and the mediterranean for a long ass time right right i, I mean i'll say that we don't know a lot about uh, like specifically Chinese history or even Indian history to a certain point. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think that's, I'm not like, that's not um, an extreme racist thing to say because I mean, I'm including Ethiopia and all like the Muslim. Uh, oh, no. Society, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, that's just where shit was going on forever. Was that the like circle of North Africa, Mediterranean, Middle East, right? <laughs> There's no black people in North Africa. I'm not anymore. They're all French. <laughs> They're all French and Belgian. Um, I mean, technically, there's been uh, white people in North Africa forever, though, because that's like Egypt and Tunisia and stuff. Well, not mm-hmm. not considered white now, but at one point they would have been considered the same as like like people in Greece would have considered themselves the same, you know? Well, yeah. Well, again, it's again, white is like a invention of the last two hundred years or so. Well, uh, it's basically an American invention, or at least a um, slave trade invention. It's like the last 400 years, 500 years or so. Uh, it's kind, first... of, kind of an invention of capitalism, if you think about it. God damn you, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, well. Yeah, because it's when the it, fucking I mean, slave trade was properly... popping up. I know, but its roots are, are rooted in like old nationalism and shit. You know, it's the we are Rome kind of fucking nonsense. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The white supremacy and uh, and capitalism, uh, they, they, they came of age at the same time. Um, that's about it on my end. I haven't been up to too much. I mostly just watch movies. I was thinking the other day about movies. In general, basically, when we started this podcast in opposition to the other one, because the other one's like, I I do all the talking because I just fucking love movies. I was thinking about him, and like, um, I don't know if movies are necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. They might even be like perverse or some are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, there may not be moral or anything like that. But I just like fucking love movies. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my shit. I love well, it. you know, I love helicopters and jets and and guns. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. I I don't know if I care about people's taste anymore. <laughs> We're all careening off a cliff like Thumb on the Yeah, like there's made it may be like the most morally inept or morally meaningless. Maybe storytelling is the most important thing of all time, and movies are the best form of storytelling. Or maybe it's the most bullshit. Show I don't. Ever. I hear that show a lot, and it always it seems to ring hollow to me. That storytelling is the most important thing of all time. I think storytelling is important. I think artists tend to overstate how important. I think what it is, storytelling might just be the most important thing to me personally. Right. I think that's how most people. That's how I feel. But I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true worldwide. (laughs) But all that aside, I just fucking love movies, anyways. And I, thinking about that, I figured out the perfect way to explain the difference between like myself and why I don't like JJ Abrams and all those other fools. Are you ready to, to be ready for it? I think <laughs> I, You've got a new one. Go for it. All right. So here's the thing. 
I'm a complete cinephile. I just fucking love movies. That's my shit. My favorite thing to do is to sit down and watch movies. I love trying to understand the language of movies, learning everything I can about film, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm sure it's the same thing with Jamie J. Abrams and those fools, right? And I bet we even have like a lot of overlapping taste in film and that sort of thing, right? Like I bet I could sit down and have an interesting conversation with J.J. Abrams about Martin Scorsese or some shit, right? Probably not. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Or we can at least talk about Steven Spielberg. That's more likely, I guess. Um, that said, like when I need to refill the well or like refuel my creativity or come up with new ideas or what I find is interesting, what I would like to make in a movie or story I'd like to tell, that sort of thing. To do that, I go out into the world, live life at different paces, interact with different people, make mistakes, you know, just get real sincere humanity, real down in the filth, you know, shit I like to do. That's like where I would get, that's where I get ideas for what I believe in stories. I'd like to tell shit like that. But then with JJ Abrams and those guys, what I dislike about them is they don't do that. It doesn't get past the worship of film or the worship of pop culture. So they're not, there's not sincere humanity in the films that they make. All it is is reverence to Spielberg or reverence to filmmaking in general, reverence to pop culture like Star Trek and Star Wars just for the sake of those things that they revere. So there's not any sincere humanity or depth to it. Well, I mean, also I think part of the problem too is is they may revere some of those things like Star Trek and Star Wars and Spielberg's movies, but it always seems to me like they'd never quite have thought about it or tried to understand it. Well, they don't understand anything about it beyond the the the, the, the filmmaking. I think, right? Like, that's kind of what I'm getting. I think the like story- they don't understand the characters because they don't understand humans. They haven't ever kissed a girl. Like I, that's what I both. Well, he's obviously to. kissed a girl. I think. Yeah, right. But that's that's the <laughs> hyperbolic way of I, I describe the difference between them and like say like grindhouse filmmakers, right? It's like <laughs> no, they've kissed too many girls. Some of them, yeah, some of them are fucking crazy drug addicts, <laughs> forever, But they fucking lived a life. J.J. Abrams, and you know, what I mean that that's why their movies fucking suck because they don't they can't write characters because they don't care about human beings or understand other human beings. You know what I mean? All their entire life has just been products they surround themselves with products so fight me jj abrams <laughs> i don't think he's gonna fight you over this he's probably never gonna hear it yeah that's if true. he does he'll probably huh, well i'm gonna go sleep on a pile of money he's like well you know i don't know if that's jj abrams voice i don't think it is but oh, that's how i'm gonna do it i, I directed star trek fuck you <laughs> i forgot i did <laughs> and star uh, wars no, did i did not i did a bunch of them uh-huh. Yeah, maybe that should have been saved for the regular podcast, but I don't know. This would be the last time I talk about movies on this podcast. That's a lie. That's absolutely why. Yeah, <laughs> movies are my life. <laughs> movies are my life. Uh, no, they're not. I just explained that they're not exactly. It's just like my favorite form of entertainment. It's like my hobby is watching movies. But uh, now that... I guess it's the last year, though, movies have been my life. <laughs> <laughs> you and about 30 million other people, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Every day I wake up and I'm like, you know, I should have taken that job ghost riding. Ghost riding the whip. I guess that is that the end. Yeah, that's the end. That's the end. Oh, well, that's jobs, I guess. Now everything is temporary. Well, we gotta have to edit this part out probably. Um, oh, I thought we were never done recording. Well, no, you gotta you gotta like tell people to go to the website and shit. So nah, I'll fuck that. 
Um, Go to the website, you shits. (laughs) Rate our podcast, you fucking assholes, and send me money, fucking nerds. Uh, VHSCult.com. We have another podcast that's called VHS Cult. This one might. Is this one going to be a separate podcast? This one will be called. uh, Yeah, well, I'll put it under It Came from VHS Cult. This is It Came from VHS Cult, you fuckers. So it's gonna is it gonna be the same feed or is it separate? No, it'll be a separate feed. But I'll, I'll mm. post I'll post this one in the uh, in the, the regular one as a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should think of a different name though. Something simpler. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. VHSCult.com, dot Both podcasts will be there anyways, right? Yeah, I'll put them both up. I haven't, yeah. the, the, not yet, but by the time Eventually. this one comes out, it will be there. Yeah, I guess that's all that matters. VHSCult.com, you find the shit there. Uh, the other podcast is VHSCult. This one came from VHSCult. I don't know. We we'll figure it Question mark, question mark. Yeah, we'll figure it out. The other one, the regular VHS cult is on Wednesdays, though. Sometimes we're on Twitch at VHS underscore KVLT. I think we'll be on it this Friday. When you hear this episode, this next coming Friday, um, is when we'll be on it probably. All I right. play Minecraft. It's boring. Yeah, kids love it. That's it. That's why I play it because the kids love it. But you know what? It it's boring. 